All right, welcome back to week three of Landlocks, a gambling podcast brought to you by the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Corporation. I feel like there's a better way of saying that, but that's all right. We're back for week three. We have not been fired. And I heard our our fearless leader, C-Dub, cuss on a podcast this week, so I feel like we should cuss. That's a, I'm not going to cuss, so don't have to worry about shutting us off. If you have kids in the ears, I am your host, Ted Flint. I was joined, always, by Sean Chantez Festerman and Jake Voss. Everything here at the Cyclone Fanatic, we are brought to you by Wild Rose Casino and Resorts. They're in Emmitsburg, Jefferson, and Clinton. Check them out. Use their apps, DraftKings, Circa, and Bet Rivers. We're here. We're going to discuss some Big Ten and Big 12 games against the spread this week. Um, like we always say, do what we say, don't do as we do, because we are kind of get a little sloppy. I'm not going to discuss my betting habits from past Saturday, because... Iowa State won, and whatever happened to get Iowa State to win, how many money, how much money I put on the Iowa money line does not count towards my betting numbers. I've decided this doesn't count. Anyways, see, Jake agrees. But before we get started, let's go over our numbers. Let's look at our cash crops from last week. Jake has our cash crops, the flyover and the sicko. How terrible did we do, Jake? Uh, well, we can start with the flyover where uh, Tez and I once again went opposite of you and cashed that very easily. Uh, Oklahoma beat just Kent to be State clear, you didn't cash that the first week. The first week you went opposite of me and lost. Yep. <laughs> so that means we're all tied up one on one. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma put up some points. Kent State put up very little points. Ends up with thirty six total points. I don't even remember what the total was on that sixty something. 72. Yeah, so that was that was Vegas missed that one pretty good. All right, on to the the cash crops. Uh Ted had UCF minus five and a half, UNC Georgia State over 64 and a half, Duke Northwestern under 58, Baylor BYU over 53 and a half, Hawaii plus 51 and a half. My Rainbow Warriors. <laughs> yeah, Harbaugh decided to put the walk-ons out there in the second half. So Ted goes two and three on the week. Uh, Tez had Eastern Michigan uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette under 56 and a half. Iowa team under 21 and a half. (laughs) Kentucky plus six and Cal minus 12 and a half. He went two and two. I had Duke Northwestern under 58. Bama first half money line. Houston plus three and a half. Baylor plus three and a half. That was also two and two. And our fearless leader, Chris Williams, had USC minus eight, Okie State minus 11, West Virginia minus 13 and a half, and he went two and one. You got to make sure we get that right because he yelled at us because you messed yeah, up. Yeah, I messed it up and he yelled and whatever. He'll get over it. <laughs> so, so we're back. We're here. We're going to talk over this week's games. Even though last week we thought last week was going to be like a bad week for games. And you tell you what, kind of a chaotic week. So let's get right into it. I probably should pull up this week's games. I'm a bad host. That's on me. Let's find out. I do know for sure it, that Wyoming and Air Force play on Friday night. The over-under is in the low 40s. But Wyoming's like a plus, plus 15 at home. And I kind of feel like as good as Air Force has been, that that should be a principal Wyoming bet. The money. Am I wrong, guys? Like, where are you guys at on that? I love Air Force minus 15, so that's where I've been on that. I think the, I have the over-under at 47. I don't know if I really care for that, but I, I think Air Force is going to continue to roll, and I will fade my or, uh, Wyoming. 
Am I right yeah, on the over-under? It's 47. 47, yeah. Yeah, if I was one way or the other, I'm probably taking Air Force in the points, but I know this is one of those. I, I'm probably not going to bet it, but when Friday rolls around and I got nothing else to do, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I can. Maybe everybody will have faith in Wyoming, and I can get that number down a little bit and get me to a good thirteen and a half. I'll take that. Yeah, here's the thing. It is in Wyoming. I have not checked the forecast for Wyoming, so Wyoming unders are a principal bet for me. But that being said, they kind of didn't go that way when they played. Uh, who did they play the first week? Tulsa. So maybe you shouldn't listen to me when it comes to things like this, but. I feel like on a Friday night, what else are you gonna do but betting under? Like, is that a me thing? Is that is that my is that a, is that a my problem? That's a very you branded thing, that's for sure. All right, I have the games up. I'm a I good. Mean, I get it. I'm. Just, I I'm not afraid of under forty seven. There, why not? Yeah, Friday night. Oops. I do. I'm a little annoyed that there's no 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 nightcap for the uh, Friday night, which is fine because I have to get up early to tailgate, so that's okay. But the first game of the night, which is, again, it's probably everyone we're most interested in, I guess, is really in landlocks, but it's Friday night game. We're going to talk about it because Island games get talked about. Florida State versus Louisville. Louisville is a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Over-under is 56-and-a-half. I kind of want to take the Cardinal at home. I understand that they didn't look good the first week, but they covered last week, and we all lost money on that. <laughs> and I don't know how good Florida State is. I don't know either. Uh, I would lean – take Florida State to cover, but I I I wouldn't blame anybody for betting betting it either way. Uh that's also a game where that close home dog that close money line is pretty tasty, so Yeah, it's I mean it's as even kind of the what is it, two and a half? Um I don't know. I'm I would maybe take Louisville there, but I'd they have covered the spread in five of the last six meetings against Florida State. Our good I friend Gukin on his trends. From I, I wasn't paying a ton of attention, but it's not like Florida State looked like world beaters against LSU. So, but they beat Brian Kelly, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that is all that matters. But all right, back to the Big Twelve. You know, since this is a Big Ten, Big Twelve podcast, is what we're here to do. We're here to talk about the Big Twelve and Big Ten. Oklahoma at Nebraska, 11 a.m., big noon kickoff on Fox. Don't check me. I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Oklahoma is a minus is a minus 11 favorite. Over-under is 66 and a half. That has gone down considerably. thought that started in the 70s. Maybe I'm wrong. What well, also opened at 13 and moved down a couple points pretty quickly. Yeah, Ask me how quick. I know. <laughs> I kind of wanna... don't. I just don't have faith in Nebraska. Even I get the like, I get the coach, you know, getting fired thing, and everybody says always take the teams because they rebound, and I'm sure there's probably a good trend of that. Um, I just don't. I don't have faith in that Nebraska team. Yeah, I'm already on Oklahoma at eleven. Uh, it's. I don't think they're bouncing back with an interim coach. And I know there's the whole thing that Nebraska's been losing all of these games by seven single digits points. And, but all those games aren't against Oklahoma. So last year, they only lost by seven, only lost by seven to Oklahoma last year at Norman. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's, I don't think they can do it this year. I'm, Since last year, Oklahoma has not covered a spread on the road. Just toss that out. At all, really? Hmm. 0-4-1. So, that being said, Nebraska is 0-3 against the spread this season. <laughs> but... Four and one against the spread as an underdog since the start of last season. Give me yeah. the Cornhuskers. GBR. Let's go. Go Big Red. Might even Ew, lock it up. Arf. Might even Stop lock it. it. Might don't even lock that. it up. Might even lock it up. <laughs> Just I don't know how I don't know how you can be that confident either way in this game. I this is another one where I don't it wouldn't surprise me if Nebraska does Nebraska things and it's a single digit game at the end and they throw a pick like i don't it, it nothing would surprise me there true all right yeah. go ahead sean Got no i was i was just gonna say really i know i said i'm on oklahoma giving 11 but i i would probably most confidently play under that 66 i don't know i tell you what ever get to that number that also being said this kind of falls into the it'd be hilarious principle <laughs> And you just put a half a unit on that Nebraska money line, right? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's just the to skite to spite Scott Frost, <laughs> right? The frost warning. Also, <laughs> stay twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, staying in the Big Ten, Purdue and Syracuse in the Carrier Dome, whatever it's called now. It's forever the Carrier Dome, or is it Harrier Dome? I don't know. It's a dome in Syracuse. Car- carrier Dome. Carrier, yeah. Right, Syracuse is one and a half point favorite. Um, over under 60. One of my strongest plays this year, this week, I've, I've read it a few places, I've heard a few places, is give me Purdue plus the points. I think the wrong team's favored. I think Purdue wins the game. I might even take the money line. It's only plus 105, so it's not like it's a big money line bet. But just a feeling, nothing to back that up. I apologize. I, so. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't really have anything either. I I would agree with the. Uh, when I look at that, I I think yeah, the the wrong team is probably favored. Obviously, it's at Syracuse, so that's why they're favored. Uh, yeah, anytime anytime I get a game like that, uh, I don't normally take points. Uh, if you're if it's two and a half or under, I'll usually just play a money line, especially if it's under two. If it's one and a half. Like I, I, it's probably burned me before, but um, game college games are not often decided by a point. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I I don't know that that's hard. I I'm, I'm always down to to back Purdue. They're a fun team, but but I don't got a heck know. of a receiver too. To, they do. What's his name? Charlie something? Yeah, uh, Charlie, Charlie Jones. Yeah, came out of nowhere. Yeah, wow. I think he's a special teams player wherever he came from last time. They couldn't use him well there. You know, good for him. Cinderella story, getting away from just a bad situation. You just really got to root for the underdogs like that. You know, anyways, that being said, big Charlie Moore fan. Give me Purdue. I might, I'm actually, I might just sit in my line. Take some, take some plus juice. Yeah, that's. I'm kind of in the same boat as Jake with those. I, if I'm seeing one, one and a half, even two on places, I don't usually play the points. I'll just play the money line. So that's where that's where I'd lean. Yeah. Boiler up. So. <laughs> All 
All right. Let's move on to Illinois and West. No, Indiana, Western Kentucky. If you're betting this game, got, got good for you. Indiana's a six-point favorite. I I have nothing. Yeah, absolutely not. No way. <laughs> I mean, Indiana hasn't looked good this season. They uh, were in a dogfight last week for most of the game. Did they lose the first week, I think, maybe? I don't know. No, they're 2-0. So, oh. Okay. I just – I mean, if you're going to bet this game, bet, bet West Kentucky. Like – that's all I got. Like, <laughs> yeah, th- this this is one of the games where I don't really want to play it. If it was in a spot where I was going to watch it for some reason, I would look at kind of where the money and the bets are coming in. But it's on the action app. It's it's eighty seven percent of the bets and ninety one percent of the money are on Western Kentucky <laughs> at this point. So Yikes. I like that doesn't make me feel good about picking a side on it either. The total. Uh, the under is getting more money, but it's 55% bets and 65% of the money. So, like, I don't love anything there. Also, a uh, 11 a.m. game that we're not really going to talk about is Georgia and South Carolina. Georgia is a 24.5-point favorite. The over has hit the last four times these two have played at South Carolina, and Georgia has not covered there huh. since it is uh, – they're 11 and 18 against spread of 20 or more. So, and South Carolina's 4 1 against spread against the top 25 teams. So, if you want to do like a two, like a half unit over South Carolina to cover parlay, not against it. I do like South Carolina a lot in this spot. So, just keep that in mind. Yeah, but it's also I, 11 o'clock when the uh, Purdue Syracuse barn burners burners on. So <laughs> I mark I had that game down just because I have a lot of games this week that I'm intrigued to see what happens, but I don't really know that I have a great feeling on how I would bet it. I mean, I I wrote it down and thought uh, I would have to look at it more, but I was like maybe Georgia to cover because I don't think South Carolina is worth a damn. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would have to look into some of the stuff that you were just saying and the stuff you were just saying says that I absolutely should not bet on Georgia to cover. So, well, you know, I know how much you love trends. You're very much a trend person. So I get it. So I'm just going to love giving trends to you. All right. Let's see what else we got here on the old app. Oh, it's my favorite Michigan Wolverines. The chokers <laughs> couldn't cover a bunch of losers. Couldn't cover 42 and a half, 52 and a half points last week. Can't believe it. This week, they only got to cover 47 and a half against UConn. And you know what? Give me them Huskies. Too many <laughs> damn points. 47 and a half? Give them here. Give them here. Let's go. I think this game is going to be different this week. I don't think it's going to be 42 to 0 or whatever the hell that game was at halftime, and Harbaugh is not going to be able to put every walk on and fourth third and fourth string guy that he has out on the field. So um, I also believe if I, if I remember right, I'm pulling it up. I believe that the money. Oh yeah. So this is one where I was like, I don't know. They didn't cover last week. And then I open up the the game on action and Michigan's getting 41% of the bets, but 74% of the money to cover at this point. The, those are, that's uh a box uh, that I usually look for. And at one point was principal betting when you had like a 20% difference and you're crossing over 50, the 50%. Um, I really like those games and, and they usually 
did, uh, that kind of trend or system or whatever you want to call it usually didn't so well, it, so if that if you're doing that trend what would you be on in this game then sorry michigan. I'm, I'm michigan i'm dumb it's basic it's basically if you if i could show it to you it's it's basically michigan's getting 70 percent of the money which means a lot of the money is coming in on them but the percentage of bets is lower so money is on them and you're crossing over the 50 percent mark by and it's a 20 percent differential so okay yeah it's your your big bets are on yeah, Michigan, it's basically. it's showing money coming in on Michigan. I'm gonna just nod my head like I understood any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Harbaugh lightens up this week. He's you know he's got to get ready for conference play. Plays Maryland next week, and then they have to go and face Big Bad Iowa. Like they can't they can't slow down now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm probably not betting that again because I feel like. I got lucky last week, and that's fine. <laughs> I can't believe it. I was watching that first half, and I'm like, I watched that whole they're gonna, live. They're going to put up 70. It's going to be 70 to 3, and I'm not going to have to worry about the fourth <laughs> quarter. And then they just came out of halftime and I watched that entire scoring. second half. Hawaii oh. had like a 70-yard touchdown pass or a play. Like, <laughs> and then, then, then Michigan went gross. back down and scored again, and then they got the ball back, and then they just didn't do anything else. They could have got going. On it. Anyways, Texas Tech, Texas State – Goes to Baylor, the Bears, who choked away and over last week. Couldn't get to overtime three. That's fine. I'm not <laughs> bitter. Bunch of bums. Yeah, you don't sound like it at all. Didn't score at all in the first overtime. Them and BYU just didn't feel like soaking up the score. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, Baylor is a minus, is a is a thirty point favorite. Over under is fifty three. Give me the Bears. This might be one of my cash drops this week. I think I've said that a few times, but I'm all in on this one. Texas State is bad, real bad. And Baylor's 5-1 against the spread as a favorite since last at home since last season. 11-5 overall against the spread. And Texas State is 1-6 and just crap. But the under is also a good play. They lost to Nevada badly. Ooh, Ooh yikes. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't. Uh, my instinct would be Baylor. Um, they're just a much better team, and they'll be as long as they don't just pack it in. They'll be able to, you know, forty point them. The this game is getting eighty six percent of the money on, or Texas State is getting eighty eighty six percent of the money on fifty eight percent of the bets. So there is almost a thirty percent difference there. But I, I this one is pro is is probably one I'll stay away from. I don't I don't know. I kind of hate that. Yeah, I'd, I, I would probably go Baylor. Um, I would, am still kind of kicking myself. Week one, they played Albany, and they won by, like, 60. And that spread was, like, 40, 40 or 42 or something like that. And even like, yeah. when it came out, even before the line came out, I looked at that game, and I just go, give me Baylor and the points. I don't care what it is. Just give it to <laughs> me. And then I forgot to bet it. I just didn't put it in. I'm like, well, you know, maybe week one, drowsy. And so that's money I cost myself. So No, they won by 59 points. Yeah. Forgot. So, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Get your crap together. This is a, this is a very professional podcast. <laughs> know your stats. So, all right, staying in our favorite conference, the Big Ten. This this game is really going to challenge my always bet against Temple principle because Temple is hot garbage. Uh, at Temple, Rutgers is coming to town. They are a 17.5-point favorite. Over-under is 44. 
real close in sicko territory. I Yikes. don't have anything good for you if you want to bet this game. Bet the under and don't look, I guess. But I'm worried that Rutgers just somehow runs it up. That's what I that would be my instinct is that Rutgers is, is gonna put points up. Um I don't I wrote down uh seventeen and a half if I was gonna bet it. I don't know if I will. Um the over under also is pretty pretty even. Um that it's getting it's getting more action on the over, but because uh, yeah, people I think, are I, cowards. I think that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's typically how it goes. I think if I, I think yeah, I, you're probably right, Ted. Bet the under. Don't watch. Don't pay attention. Just hope that it, they don't score points. I mean, it is a one o'clock kickoff. Anything else going on at one o'clock? We might be paying attention to. Anybody? Anybody? Bueller <laughs> might be in a stadium. I don't know. Yeah. That being said, our Iowa State Cyclones, Cyhawk champions, best team in the state. By far, miles ahead of anyone else here. 18 and a half point favorites at home. Over under 47 and a half. Don't bet this game, just enjoy the game. But if you want to bet this game, and I know our boys C-Dub and Bloom have been saying take Ohio. They've been saying that. But I saw what Penn State did to Ohio last week. And I just, if I'm going to bet it, I think I take the clones to cover. I'm this. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I- I think obviously Iowa State is is better enough than Ohio to win by four touchdowns or five touchdowns probably, but I bet this game as soon as I saw it when it came out at twenty one. Uh, three touchdowns. I think uh, Iowa State probably comes out and once again is vanilla as vanilla is, and probably plays limited minutes with some guys and lets this game be closer than it should be uh, to just kind of coast and get ready for uh, week four after after the after all the attention I'm sure that they put on last week and whatever uh, dings and bruises and bumps that guys have so yeah that's probably all pretty fair I mean we we know what September Matt Campbell is at this point you know it's not Hey, he's got a win record in September for the first time ever. We know if he wins this game. If he wins this game, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to go out there, be flashy. And it's one of those games where I think, you know, if they cover, it's because, like, the defense scores one or something like that. Um, Something weird that you just can't account for when you bet a game. and. But yeah, could they could easily be could a twenty-point game yeah. and <laughs> kick their ass. Like, I mean, it it wouldn't surprise me a bit if you if we watch that game and go, "Wow, they kicked their ass," and they only won by like twenty, which I guess yeah. is covering now. But if you really want to bet this game, and you because you know I'm not I'm not telling you what to do I bet I bet on all kinds of crap. <laughs> I always say after a win, the under hits I think now seventy four percent of the time since two thousand seventeen. It's nine twenty six and three, so. The overs only hit nine times. So, over-under is 47 and a half. I don't think Iowa State gets in the 40s to that game. So, 31-10? Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it could very easily be a yeah, 28-31-10 sort of game. And where you don't, yeah, you don't even flirt with with going over and your biggest concern is if you're if you're playing the money or the spread maybe or maybe they duke it out and it's 10 to 7 again you know who knows 
God. <laughs> I do not need to watch another one of those. Not you know, already. like, everyone here's talking about how bad that game is, and I, I didn't think it was terrible, probably because we won, but, you know. Oh, that game is, yeah. It certainly helps. disgusting. It, yeah, it, to win the game obviously makes it better, but goodness gracious. So, yeah. All right, so here's the game. Since I don't have to bet the sicko under, it looks like I'm going to be okay. I'm looking at my sicko under the week. California goes to Notre Dame. Notre Dame's offense is poop. Not like Iowa City poop, but like poop. The over-under is 40.5. Notre Dame's 11-point favorite. I kind of like Cal to cover that too. I don't think there's many points at all scored in this game. At all. So, under 40.5 be my play there. I don't have a big feel on that. The only thing I – if I'll, I'll probably play Notre Dame to cover as like a rebound uh, type of thing. I think they're bad this year, though. They – I don't know. I, I have a hard time thinking that they're actually bad. I guess I might make them prove it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean we, we can fight. A, a Marshall loss is never going to look great by any means, but at the same time, I, uh, I got burned by Cal last week because they couldn't beat UNLV by two touchdowns. So I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of with Ted there. I can see it being gross and nobody scores any points and probably not an enjoyable game to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it another one at, maybe better. Don't watch it's <laughs> It opened at 14 and a half and came down to 11, so it's definitely been bet down. I think if you're ta- if you're talking two touchdowns, I, w- I would probably be more comfortable. Um, that's why you game, just put but... your big boy pants on, you bet it under 40 and a half, and you just enjoy the uh, the edging that comes with that. So, no, bunch of cowards in here. That's I don't know. Cool. You're talking a lot of shit for somebody that's going to stay in my house this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Anyways, <laughs> on the Kansas State and Tulane, our boy Gookin dropped his stats in there somewhere in, in, in the Slack, in the TGS Slack this week. Um, don't they both these teams have an amazing pass defense? Is that what they said? Let's find it. All right. Kansas State and Tulane have number one and two pass efficiency defenses in the country. I should not say words like efficiency. That's not nice of him. All right. <laughs> he says it's going to be close to 80 rushing attempts in this game. Take the under. The under is 48 points. Too high for a sick go under. I think I'm just going to write up Gookin. Gookin seems to know things. This way has our a piece on TGS Weekly of his trends. Take the under. Uh, and I guess can't the cover if you really want to get into that part of it. Yeah, I also uh, bet it when he said that, and it's gone up two points since then, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's always a good feeling. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I I think I I mean I th- I think I still like my bet, and definitely with some more points, the the under uh, should be there. So I would agree with that. Uh, K State to cover. If I was going to bet the spread, I would take K-State to cover. I don't love the the hook at 14 and a half, but that's okay. And we went an undefeated Farmageddon, so K-State winning and Iowa State winning. I was just 10-0 <laughs> Farmageddon. Absolutely. <laughs> then maybe we'll get a trophy. Just maybe. 
Someday. So. You know, if you wish upon a star like Pinocchio, is that Pinocchio? Is that Tinkerbell? I don't. Which one is that? I think that's is Pinocchio. Either, is it neither one of them? I think it's Pinocchio. I should know. They just remade that movie. Tom Hanks is in it. Anyways, and Jake's the youngest one here. He should be able to know what, what that that is. <laughs> I'm All like right. 25 years removed from <laughs> the last time I saw that movie. So, All no, right. I'm not going to remember that. All right. Speaking of gross games, you got a couple of super gross Big Ten games here. Minnesota is a 28-point favorite at, with Colorado coming to town. Over-under is 47. Colorado is garbage. But 28 yeah. is a lot of points. Over-under is 47. I, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm going to bet on OPJ's team. He can do what he wants. Really? Yeah. Colorado is real bad. Real, real bad. But, yeah, that's a that's a spot that I don't know that I can trust Minnesota to – to score enough to maybe hit an over or control the game enough to win by four touchdowns. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think I like Minnesota here. Uh, I mean, they're getting like all of the bets at this point. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's smoke and mirrors after what they've done, but um, I, I like Minnesota and I'm going to bet them to cover that. Um, it, Mostly, I think they're actually pretty good, and uh, I don't think you have to be all that great to hang that many points on a terrible Colorado team. So, well, maybe you'll talk me into it. We got time, so <laughs> that's the thing with a lot of these games too. Is I have a lot of like kind of leans, and I'm curious to see what happens in the next couple of days and uh, reading more about it and seeing what people are are betting. So. All right. Speaking of also another crap sandwich. Same time, Big Ten, Wisconsin, New Mexico State over under is 45 and a half. Wisconsin is a 37 point favorite. Can Wisconsin beat anyone by 37? That seems uh, like a stretch, but New Mexico State is also not what you would say good. Right. It's If there's a team that they can beat by 37, it's maybe this one. But I wouldn't – I'd take New Mexico State here. I'd, I don't know. I know they're awful. I know they're awful. But Wisconsin isn't lighting the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination. No. I mean, they last week they played a whatever you want to think Washington, Washington State. Yeah, I mean, they, they played a whatever you want to think Washington State is, and that was a, a loss. Uh, with them putting up 14 points. So um, I that that's way too many points for me. If I play it, it, it would definitely be New Mexico State to cover. But it's – I yeah, I have a hard time betting on bad teams, so we'll see if I play it or not. Yeah, <laughs> it being at 2.30, is, it hurts us. Like, if this game is at 6 o'clock, us playing it, like, goes up astronomically. Like, just <laughs> – now we're home. We're not tailgating. It's on TV. Our game's over. Like that. That's that's how like my action app all of a sudden wakes up the next day and has <laughs> eighteen bets. So, all right, one of the games of the week, future Big Ten, the BYU Soakers go into Oregon. They are three and a half point underdogs. Over under is fifty eight. BYU can off an emotional win in which they also didn't cover the over. <laughs> Oregon, you know, got trounced by Georgia week one. 
I feel like, and Jake can, can tell us, I feel like BYU is getting more money here. Am I wrong? Uh, there, yeah. So the on the spread, they're getting seventy eight percent of the bets, but only seventy two percent of the money. So not a big difference there. Not something that I I would really care about when looking at it. Uh, they're also getting eighty six percent of the bets and ninety eight percent of the money on the money line bets. So there's uh, as far as Action App is concerned and what people are doing there, they're getting uh, pretty much all of the action. Uh, something kind of interesting. I wouldn't bet it based on this because it's. It's still a pretty uh, decent amount of bet percentage, but 67% of the bets on the over, but 91% of the money. Um, so you are getting a decent amount more money on that the over, but uh, you, it's still the popular bet. So, so with that in mind, Oregon has failed to cover the last four games against AP ranked teams. They're also one in four against the spread the last five non-conference games. And they are 10, 19, and 1 in September against the spread. And BYU is 4 and 1 against the spread under someone's name who I cannot pronounce <laughs> Kalani Sitak. Sitak? I apologize for the BYU fans that found us. I am very sorry. I'm going to pronounce your coach's name. So, yeah, I think BYU is a play. Um, and if BYU wants to make a chance at the uh, college football playoffs, they have to win this game. Right, this is their probably their last yeah. tough game. Uh, I think they pl- well, they also play Notre Dame, so it depends on what Notre Dame ends up being, right? Notre Dame, and they play Arkansas. Arkansas at Arkansas, and Boise State. Sorry, Tammy, and Boise State. So, yeah, so oh, it's not their it's not their last test. They have other difficult games, but yeah, they they definitely. I, I will be playing uh, most likely be playing the BYU money line. Oh. Yeah, I I can see it. I can I can get down with that. I can agree with that. I mean, I think I think Oregon's a lot better than a lot of people. You know, you got the impression they got absolutely rolled by Georgia, but I mean, Georgia's really good. Uh, but I think they're a really good team. But I don't know that that this is the game where they necessarily prove it to the world. All right, so. Probably the game of the weekend. Penn State comes to Auburn, unless I'm missing something late at night. Um, Auburn is a three-point favorite. I got that backwards. Yeah, Auburn plus three. All right, Penn State's favorite. Over under is 47. Auburn lost this game last year, I believe, in Happy Valley. A lot of people I've heard are saying take Auburn in this spot. You know, they think they have better athletes, such a such a home field. I don't. I don't have a play. All I know is Auburn's been terrible against the spread the last two years. That's all I got. I hate trusting. I hate trusting Sean Clifford, but I got on Penn State there more than anything. Uh, Minus is it minus three? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Give me the Nittany Lions. I don't know. Auburn is just they're a weird team. They. You never know what you're getting, and maybe they get up for the game, maybe they don't, who knows, but I think Penn State's maybe just the better team, like, on paper, so so go win. You know, it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I want to do on this, what I would want to do on this game. I get, I would, I guess I'll play, I would play uh, Penn State. They're getting a little bit more, a little bit more money, um, 
And um, Auburn is getting, obviously, not surprisingly, they're getting a lot of bets on the money line. Um, but their uh, Penn State is still getting 44% of the money on, on that money line. So, yeah, I think um, I don't know if I'll end up playing it, but I would probably play Penn State. Okay. That's it for the afternoon. Um, I will say that Alabama is a 49.5 point favorite, and losing Monroe is, will be my bet. I bet it. 49.5 points, too many damn points. Saban is 4 and 10 against the spread spreads over that number so he has covered the last two anyways moving on all right here we go spread how'd that work last week and they were playing a team that wasn't shit last week (laughs) they were playing a team that's back last week that's what they're doing yeah 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 (laughs) we're gonna talk about them later um i tell you what the game i'm actually the most looking forward to this weekend and i hope we're home jake to your house by then is texas tech at north carolina state Six o'clock kickoff. Texas Tech is a ten-point underdog. Should be over. When we're getting back. Over under is fifty-four. Give me the Red Raiders plus points. Lock it up, cash crop. Get the combine. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's my that's my play. I wrote it down. Um, I don't know that it's a cash crop play, but that is definitely one that I I like and will be betting. I I stared at that one for a long time today. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I like and don't like about it. It just kind of doesn't look appealing to me when it's written out and it just, it worries me. It worries me quite a bit. So I like Texas tech, but I don't know if I'll be betting it necessarily. All the trends are all over the place. NC state's eight and three at home against spread since 2020. 5-1 5-1 against the Spurs. Doge is a favorite since 2020. But Texas Tech is 13-7 in non-con, so that's not great. But the over in Texas Tech games against ranked opponents is 30-13-1 in the last 11 years. So, over 55.5? Yeah, I mean... Let's go points. Yeah, I, I would say... That'd maybe be where I would be most confident on that game more than anything. Cause I think obviously they're two teams that have a history that they can play offense pretty well. Um, so who knows? I'd, I can definitely see it going over for sure. If I play it, that's probably what I'll play. All right. On to Columbus, Ohio State. 32-point favorite against Toledo, over under 62. I have no idea. I'm not betting the game. Give me Toledo, baby. <sighs> Say, I've got Toledo not plus... crushing anybody. <laughs> Toledo plus 32, question mark. I mean, yeah. that's, that's basically where I'm at at this point. Um, yeah, I that that and that comes from uh, them getting – they've got a 33% differential on bet percentage versus money percentage at this point. Um, that's a pretty – it's a pretty good, pretty good differential. To Toledo is with. one in six against the spread as double-digit underdog since 2017. Yeah, that's so. seven games over what five years. They'll be okay. We'll about, see we'll, that. We'll that's how. That. That's how I look at these trends. I'm like, man, <laughs> over five years, you want to give me trends? Like, I don't. Ryan Day is six and four against the spread when they're favored by 28 or more. 
Is that better? Yeah. Right. That's a single coach at one school over three years, four years. All right. All right. Here's a game we here, here's a game we came to talk about. Yeah. Over under thirty nine. Nevada comes to Iowa City. Iowa is a twenty three point favorite. Yeah, that's Nevada's bad. Wolf Space Pack. I mean, Wolf Space Pack. Not one word, two words. Wolf Pack plus twenty three. Yeah, I got on the I got on the under early at forty one. Um, I do, I do agree with when you just look at it. Nevada plus twenty three. My problem is. They're going to block a punt, at least. They're going to probably, like, maybe return a punt. They're going to probably strip sack and have an intercept. Like, they're going to have several things on special teams and defense that might put up touchdowns. I don't know if their offense is going to score, but their special teams and defense might outscore Nevada by 23 points. I I, I don't want to bet this game. I don't like the over-under. This feels like that Maryland game last year. When Iowa cost me so much money in game betting that over under, <laughs> where you're right, they get two or three special teams touchdowns, and they just fly past. It ends up being like thirty one to seventeen or yeah. some garbage. You know, this also screams um, like Nevada is bad enough that even the plays from their offense, like they have their running back, like there's a safety out of position and he gets to the linebacker level, makes a guy miss, and he's gone. Like, yeah. yeah, Iowa's offense is bad, but if you get a bad enough team uh, that's not sound enough, I that Iowa can right. still break a play or two and score. So, yeah, they're not going to have to throw the ball, really. Like, this isn't going to be a – I mean, not that any game is, but it's not going to be a Spencer Petras showcase game. Like, they can just run the ball and win this game handily, I'm sure. Um, and, yeah, it, whether that's – you know, 15 play drives or just a regular, uh, you know, bust a big play or something. It could go, go that way, but uh, they're not going to need to pass the ball. There's not going to be a lot of pressure on that offense to do anything. So I wish we could it's... get like punt, punt total props or something <laughs> for a game like this. That's what I want to bet. Yeah. Like, and, and the is not good. They lost, they let like, they gave up more rushing yards to what was it? Inherent world word last. I don't. What, who did they play last week? Incarnate In, word. Incarnate In, word. They gave up more rushing yards to them last week than the, uh, Iowa has on the on the year. So this feels like a game that, like, no offense to the Hawkeye fans out there, like you guys win by like thirty points and you get all like happy in your feels again, and then you realize that your offense is just bad. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Staying in the Big Ten, Michigan State goes to Washington. Six thirty kick. I'm actually really interested in this game. Washington is a minus is three point favorite. Over under is fifty six and a half. I'm all over to Huskies here. I don't know if Michigan State's near as good they are last week year. I think Washington is pretty decent. I think they have a better quarterback, and I feel like this could get out of hand. And I think Washington easily covers minus three. And I'm probably wrong, but that's just how I feel about it. Oh, I didn't realize that's who Washington's quarterback is. How about that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't paid attention to anything Washington State or Washington, or I guess Washington State either. Um, but 
I agree that I don't think Michigan State is quite as good as maybe some people believe. Like, they're I mean, they're good. They're talented. They're going to win plenty of games and and all that jazz. But I don't know if if they've got if they can do it out in Seattle. You know, that's. I'm intrigued by this because it seems like uh, when you when you see Michigan State and what they've done so far this year, um, this this is almost one of those games where you look at it and go, they're like they're begging you to bet Michigan State almost, right? Right. right. So yeah. what? Like it's it's like oh, they're begging you to bet it. Don't fall for it, type of thing. That being said, <laughs> I kind of want to bet Michigan State money line. All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this game. Michigan State's four and one against spreads underdogs since the start of last season. They're five and one against spread non-conference opponents since the start of last season. So there, there is principle take to Spartans here. That being said, <laughs> Washington fans are just have to hate a Big Ten school coming in after trying to destroy their conference, like. That, that crowd is going to be up for this game. I would hope. I would hope. Super hostile environment. Also, the unders in Michigan State's last four September games have been under. And Washington at home against – no, Washington in ranked games is 9-2 on the under since 18. So, pretty good under bet there too. But, yeah, I get what you're saying about Michigan State. I do. I do. I just feel like it's going to be a super hostile environment. Yeah, you're <laughs> probably right. I think the – I mean, typically bet percentage is on overs. Uh, it's It's got an advantage on money percentage, 87 to 70. So, um, yeah, I, I would have to look at the total before I – and some other stuff before I would feel confident either way. Well, good news is we'll be sitting together, and I'm sure us sitting together after tailgating all day won't be egging each other on to make bets. So. <laughs> no, I'm sure not. No, that has never happened ever. All right. All right. Maryland is a two-and-a-half-point favor against SMU. The over-under in this game is 73-and-a-half. So I believe this is going to be our flyover. Nope, nope, I found a higher one. Oh, dear God. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of the SMU Maryland game, after last week, I'm done betting 70s overs. Principal under bet, too many damn points. Give me under 73 and a half. I have nothing to back that up besides too many points. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how you should feel about betting on this game. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, I got a little chuckle because I was scrolling through the list here and. ESPN has the little link for like to take you if you want to get tickets and tickets are as low as $4 for that game. So <laughs> if you have nothing to do and $4 in your pocket, <laughs> you can, uh, you can go to an SMU Maryland game. Well, sounds to me a lot of points. Yeah, it's, it could be a lot of fun. I did. Yeah, that is, that is, I think I'm with you there. It's in, that's that's so many points. Uh, you got to play under that. You just have to. I understand SMU scores fast. That's the only thing I'm scared about, right? That's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm thinking on this game. Uh, and I I don't know if I would touch the total. Um, 
I I think I'm I would lean Maryland to cover if I'm gonna bet bet anything on the game. But yeah, that would be that would be a fear of of betting the under on this game as both teams have shown the ability to put up points and put them up pretty quick. So you get two teams that you get get them going and it just ends up in a shootout and you end up with a 42-45 game or something and <laughs> it's just way out of hand. Well, good thing we don't have to bet on it because it's a higher scoring game coming up. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> All right. Our Texas, are they back? Longhorns have UTSA. Everyone's darling from last year coming in. The line is 61 and a half. Texas is an 11-point favorite. Give me the Roadrunners. They have covered in the last four games against AT ranked opponents. Texas has won five against the spread last six games against after a loss. Give me the Roadrunners. Let's go. Let's roll. I'm a big fan of this too, um, and I don't know if it becomes kind of a trendy pick uh, as we go on in the week, but there's a, there are a lot of things pointing uh, towards the Roadrunners. And then today when I opened up um, the game on action to look and see what, what some of the stuff said, uh, UTSA getting 86% of the money versus 43% of the bets on this game on the spread. Um, I kind of want to go bet it right now, uh, hoping that it doesn't become trendy and, and move down a point. So, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely on UTSA uh, with you there, Ted. Uh, on no basis alone except for just gut feeling, and I know we don't cheer for Texas. I do understand that. Um uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Longhorns. They just, I know last week was a big week and, you know, maybe a little drained, but I think they maybe come out and do a little statement, you know, let you know that Texas is indeed back. Which, I feel like, I mean, we've, we I feel like not, we've seen do, seen them do the opposite <laughs> of that, like time after time after time. Tez is just doesn't want to be happy. He's just like... I know. It's I just I live in a black hole of emotion. Yeah. Also, tickets are as low as three dollars for that game. Oof. <laughs> the stadium does sit one hundred and eighty-five thousand people. So I said what I said. I said what I said. Give or take, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's 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 up there. Plus or right. minus thirty percent. Well, now you just use a map that owner stand like I'm like a jerk. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like that's most of our landlocks. Um, unless I missed something. Um, but well, there there is no line for the Okie State game, but I'm going to guess that they're going to cover the 50 point spread or whatever the hell that is. I'm not betting on them right now. I, I won't bet on it. They're but... in my timeout. They've cost me some money this year. <laughs> uh, there's Miami and A&M. At well, eight o'clock, we, but we will get we will get to that. We got to our flyover oh, of the week, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we'll get to yeah that Fresno State. That's a game. Visit Southern Carolina, so, Southern California. <laughs> Very different parts of the country. Yeah, well, you know, I've had some Cody Road, so I need <laughs> to soak too. it. Up. I need to soak it up with some muddy bites. Apparently, anyways, USC is a twelve and a half point favorite. Over under is 74. 74. When did Fresno State become like an offensive team? Did I miss this? Am I confusing them with San Diego State? Like, I don't understand this number at all. Like, are the Bulldogs that offensive? Firepox? I'm all over to 12, plus 12 and a half. That's a crash crop, cash crop pick for me. Fresno State's going to cover this. They're 9 0 against the top 25 going back, I think, to 18. 
So, this is a, this is another game that I'm curious to see if by the time we get to Saturday, if it becomes like a trendy game that people are talking about betting on because it's sound it's just like the UTSA Texas game. It's a game that I've heard brought up multiple times uh, about the underdog uh, being Fresno State here covering the the spread and it being under two touchdowns. We're not talking about like a fourteen and a half where you get the hook or something that you really like. It's less than two touchdowns and people are pretty confident and really, really liking them. Let, uh, let me tell you why that is. Fresno state has covered the last seven games against an AP ranked opponent. They have covered five consecutive games as a double digit underdog. They're 27 and two on the road against the spread the last six seasons. And USC is five and 12 against the spread against non-con the last six seasons. Every trend is screaming take Fresno, Fresno here. And both of these games uh, have had really uh, what I would call good-looking, you know, bet percentage, uh, money percentage. You're getting 61% of the money uh, on Fresno uh, on only 20% of the bets. So you're you very early getting uh, getting good money on them. So Fresno State scored 35 last week against Oregon State. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. No, they, they scored 35 in both their first two games. Beat Cal Poly. You know, and they Fresno. Scored, they scored 32 against Oregon State. Oh, they lost. They lost. Gave up 35. But yeah. still, they gave up. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Because the under missed by, <laughs> over missed by a point and a half. Cool. Not that I'm at all bitter. Also, and if you believe, like, if you believe in storylines and all that stuff, Fresno State's quarterback, Jake Hayner, which is really, really, really good. Was was a big USC fan growing up, and was pretty upset he didn't get a scholarship offer. So, if you believe in that kind of crap, take the Bulldogs. I like it. Love a good revenge game. And it's gonna be nine thirty at this point. If we're still awake, we'll be drinking for eleven and a half hours, <laughs> thirteen and a half hours. So. Which, considering I was setting out snaps with Smith last week at one thirty in the morning, is a very high possibility. <laughs> of course, we started at three in the afternoon, not eight a.m. So things change. There's a little bit of difference there. Might be a little bit different. All right, and that's the last game of the week, isn't there? Is there another one hiding there? Oh, Eastern Michigan, Arizona State. Nope. <laughs> nope absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got EMU plus twenty and a half question mark. Like it's. <laughs> Uh, what time is that game? Is that a late? Is that the ten o'clock? Literally ten o'clock. Oh, it's ten o'clock. So God, we're gonna bet that game. If we're awake, man, that's like, like I'm not driving. So the odds that I come out of that stadium more intoxicated than I go into it are high. Yeah. See, that's that. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is I will not be that. Oh, North Dakota's in Arizona at ten o'clock too. There's not a line yes. on it yet, but that must be nine o'clock. Is that ten o'clock? Yeah, it's at ten. There's a line. It's minus one. I saw it on the Twitter today. FS one, FS one, ten o'clock. <sighs> North Dakota State's favorite in that game. Yeah, <laughs> and which I will, they probably, I probably should bet be. on them. Yeah, yes. I'd probably bet on them to cover the one or whatever it is too. So. Just take the money line. Put them in a money line parlay with Fresno. Let's roll. All right. I don't think I had to bet my uh, Iowa over under, even though I should. Because that probably will hit, but I feel like that's cheating for the uh, sicko. But because Landlocks did not get enough followers, which is sad. I mean, it made a heck of a charge. 
Yeah. Didn't get there. It's all matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose. You can choose your own now. Which I'm already told you, take a Notre Dame Cal game. So I feel like taking Iowa unders is just cheating, right? I feel like a little cheat. I mean, if until until show shown differently, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, like if you're gonna give me sure, it's points cheating, with that but team. yeah, it's, <laughs> but when there's free money on the table, you gotta take. It. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, and the big fetch we talked about is a Georgia game. Did we talk about the Georgia game? Because I'm over whoever they're we playing. Did. Okay, Clemson game. That's that's the last one. Clemson's a 34 point favorite against somebody. Yeah, I like the under there. It's Louisiana Tech. Um, that's one that I wrote down. One of the others. I don't think Louisiana. I don't yeah. think Clemson is going to put up a bunch of points, and Louisiana Tech's probably not going to score against Clemson and then a defense. So, all right. That being said, the over has gone over the last six non-con games and La Tech games, and Clemson is one in seven in September against the spread since 2020. And failed the coverage last wow. six games in which they've been favored by 30 or more. Huh. What is the spread? I didn't even mark 34 points. Was. Okay, 34. Hmm. Law tickets yeah. covered the last five. That might be a decent Louisiana Tech cover to play because, you know, like you said, Jake, I don't think it's going to be Clemson, you know, running it up on them, and they're probably not going to score a lot. But, you know, Clemson probably wins that game by maybe – 24 yeah i think i think the logic that i'm going going with for an under 54 is probably a law tech cover as well so yeah. i think that makes sense what do you get the acc network can we put this on our second tv instead of you know a good game <laughs> we can find a way we do a sports page in indianola if you want to come down <sighs> like that's a long way from jake's house it is um, a long way from jake's house <laughs> <laughs> you know I get pretty squirrely. We'll see if I can get Jake to a bar that night. <laughs> Anyways, follow us at landlockspod.com. I'm Ted Flint, Jake Voss, and Sean Chantez Festerman. Thank you for joining us. Remember, do what we say, don't do what we do. So, till next week, take care, guys. All right, peace out. <laughs>